0: Get in the know, Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on ScoreNorth and ScoreNorth.com. <laughs> Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little weak on my end there. Let me turn the volume up on this Vikings horn. Here we go. Bears. Much better. There much better. Go. That was incredibly weak and embarrassing the first time was. you redeemed yourself very well. <laughs> uh, it was weak and embarrassing. The opposite of uh, of Quasi's introductory press conference Correct. yesterday. Wow. I'm still... Fanning myself over that introductory press conference. I know Judd's always skeptical, but uh, I am just hook, line, and sinker with introductory press conferences. Rowing the boat with PJ. Yep, Gerson. Chris Finch. Bring back Gerson. Yep, friend of the show. All right, this is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, speculation, therapy. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. It's really that simple. And uh, this is 4 Question Friday, presented in part by Surly Brewing Company. Some fun news coming up on that front in a couple areas. We have a couple a couple projects in the works with Surly that we'll tell you guys about. And TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands, with a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. And uh, it's not often that we get to combine... Four Question Friday with Reckless Speculation Thursday.
1: Reckless Speculation.
0: We had to shuffle the four questions right before we started because of a tweet that we received from John Bacon. Who? Not Who's Kevin John Bacon. Bacon? You might ask. Him. So degrees. John Bacon is Kevin Bacon's big brother, little brother. Uh, John Bacon is the author of Overtime, Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines at the Crossroads of College Football. He is an author, and he is close with the Harbaugh family and Jim Harbaugh. And if you guys remember, earlier this week he tweeted, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it was like, don't rule out the Vikings when it comes to Jim Harbaugh, who has not signed a new contract with Michigan yet. He's under contract, but sounds like they've offered him some sort of extension or a raise or whatever it is, and he's still weighing his options. So it's all all very interesting. and We touched on this earlier in the week. But then, just a little bit ago here on this Friday morning as we record this, John Bacon, in response to some listeners tweeting him about our conversation from earlier this week, I think it was a doogie conversation on the scoop on Mackie and Judd. John adds via Twitter, quote, Just possibilities, of course, and I'd say still a long shot. But on the radar, meaning Vikings and Jim Harbaugh, the musical chairs will be interesting. I have heard it's possible. How possible? Who can say?
1: Reckless speculation.
0: So my first question for you guys is Jim Harbaugh and the Vikings. Your thoughts? This is so juicy. I mean dude, this j- dude this dude is not just floating this John Bacon for fun. just came
2: off the top rope.
0: <laughs> Swanton bound right onto him.
2: It's awesome.
1: Johnny Bacon.
2: Okay. All right. I'm gonna give you two thoughts, um independent of each other completely in the thought process, but both in very much the name of my favorite thing in the world, Reckless Speculation. First thought is if collaboration is really the key, I don't know that, that Jim Harbaugh makes sense because I don't think of Jim as Mr Collaboration necessarily. So in one in one sense I say, oh Quasi, no, no. Like he knows Jim, and that certainly makes some sense, but I, I don't see it. But here's where if you put the pieces of the puzzle together behind the scenes, it starts to make some sense. What if Quasi and the only question that he didn't answer at the press conference yesterday was, do you have complete control of the 53-man roster? What if that contract basically has, uh, if the head coach is um, O'Connell,
0: you got control. Like, or, it, it, or maybe it's Pat Graham, the new news this yeah, morning. Exactly. The defensive coordinator of the Giants who's going to interview. But what if Kwesi and the Wolves have talked about
2: the pie-in-the-sky idea of making a huge splash, which would create excitement? You cannot deny that of hiring Jim Harbaugh and they are pursuing him. And if Jim Harbaugh gets the job, I think he is going to want the final say on the roster. All right. So it makes more sense that Quazy would have dodged that question flat out because the answer is unknown right now Yeah, because the Vikings are at least or have been and done a pretty good job aside from John Bacon of keeping this quiet in talks with Jim Harbaugh.
0: I mean, I'll hit you I'll hit you with you know.
1: Reckless.
0: I'm just trying to paint I don't a- I don't think their top priority should be make a big splash. I think their top priority should be winning, but Jim Harbaugh wins. He has won every single place he's been as a coach. I think people bristle at it because he's kind of a kind of a weirdo, right? He wears cleats and khakis on the sidelines and he's got kind of a, a just a weird abrasive personality and he had this huge falling out with the 49ers ownership and front office back in whatever, you know, 2015. So people, you know, and, and that's that's the way people feel about Doug Peterson too, right? Like forget about the fact that Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl or that Jim Harbaugh went to a Super Bowl. It's like, well, it kind of ended in a train wreck. And so I don't know. I don't know if I want that kind of strife. Well, it, let's take away the train wreck ending in San Francisco. And maybe he is a four or five-year shelf life guy. That's okay. Oh, can, can, you, can you get to a Super Bowl in those four or five years? Also, look at the quarterback success he's had just in the NFL. Colin Kaepernick playing at a near-MVP level. Alex Smith was a cast-off, bust number one overall pick. And he had Alex Smith like throwing daggers with Drew Brees in the playoffs with San Francisco 10 years ago. He also helped develop Andrew Luck into a great starting quarterback for, what, five years, six years until he retired when they were at Stanford together, so... It's so interesting, and it would be like it. It it would have potential to absolutely blow up in your face at some point too. But they have a San Francisco connection. Quasi and Jim Harbaugh, they worked together for two years in San Francisco. Mm. I don't know, Dex. What do you think?
1: I'm curious on it. I mean, I, I think he's clearly a good quarterback whisperer, if you will. Yeah, he's gotten a lot out of Alex Smith. He he basically took Colin Kaepernick, plugged and played him, and and had a run on the doorstep of winning a Super Bowl. Um, and then even working with Andrew Luck at Stanford was pretty impressive. And, you know, the the way at Michigan, he's kind of turned things around a little bit. And recruiting is not an easy thing to do. And he's clearly been doing a great job recruiting and getting Michigan back to where they used to be. I, I'm I'm curious on it. I mean, his salary is $4 million for the next four seasons at Michigan. I'm not necessarily sure if those are the exact buyouts, too. I'm not sure how buyouts and salaries cross for 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 buying out those purposes so they i don't know if the wilfs would be able to do all that money to eat with already their meeting on spielman and zimmer but the harbaugh team is interesting man i'd be all in on it and i would also love that if uh alex boone and and harbaugh could get reunited selfishly i'd like to see that as well
0: there was a report here i'm trying to I'm trying to find it but there is a report i don't know how credible it was but since we're under the umbrella of
1: reckless speculation who
0: cares uh, this is uh, this is from sportsmockery.com. dot com. I don't know where it originated from, but there was a report that Jim Harbaugh was looking for the same contract John Gruden got with the Raiders from the Bears, ten years, a hundred million dollars.
2: Oh yeah, that, not so
0: you know you're you're paying Mike Zimmer eight million dollars a year for two years to sit in his Kentucky ranch. And then you're going to write a check to Jim Harbaugh for you know something similar. I again, I don't think it's likely. And by the way, John Bacon, the the you know, the, the author and insider here, that's been he's been literally doing a daily Harbaugh watch day 27 today on Twitter for the last month. Um, he also says it's a long shot, but it's interesting. I guarantee you, they've had back channel discussions, if not uh, full on discussions.
2: And I was just hit with a bolt of lightning of reckless speculation as I sit here,
1: reckless
2: Declan was talking, and something like I was, bang, pulled over. All right? The pieces of the Harbaugh puzzle make sense. Jim Harbaugh is hired by the Vikings to be their coach because the intention is to draft, let's say, Malik Willis, mm-hmm. who he could develop really well um and so so that's the intention now a 10-year contract no way so that's a non-starter but if Jim Harbaugh is a shelf life guy and let's say he comes here and you you get four four years okay four solid years it's fun it's great by the end of it it's just time to move on at that point in time could old friend Kevin Stefanski be available to become the coach because Stefanski would be the polar opposite of Harbaugh, have a lot of coaching experience by that point. And, and Are you saying Kevin Stefanski on the hot seat in Cleveland? Not yet. Yeah. No, no. I'm saying think about this. Harbaugh comes here and is a shelf life guy four or five years. What I'm saying is four or five years down the road, who knows? But Stefanski the polar opposite of Harbaugh. And if he's available in four or f- five years. That type of personality would be probably the type of personality post-Harbaugh that you would hire.
0: Okay, that's a little bit of a reach. A little bit of a reach here. Of course it is. Reckless. Since when is because when you be you be yeah. talking about Stefanski like burning out and crashing in Cleveland in and then wanting years, yeah. him to be the head coach of the Vikings and I don't know that That type that of personality
2: be, uh, Look, since when is if he? would have to go rec- back
0: to being a coordinator first probably Since
2: then, when is reckless speculation not a safe zone for example It is a safe zone. I, zone. So don't, safe. Don't, I feel like don't don't you took be, some liberties there. do the you,
0: you took some liberties Don't be I
2: am trying to see into the future. I am I am I am trying to chart a new path actually you, you
0: may have taken some liberties but just just for fun here who was uh is a bill barnwell espn.com guy yeah yes okay Th- thank you i love me much. some bill barnwell but he had he he had some speculation yeah. that if rogers leaves yeah. and gets traded to the broncos that the packers would trade for kirk cousins right and, and bill buddy love me some reckless speculation yes. but there is negative One hundred percent chance, like there's that will never happen on the face of the earth. You know, I feel, I feel like you are now though crossing a
2: a dangerous, like trying to pass judgment on who can recklessly speculate. I think
0: there needs to be a sliver of reality, like there needs to be a dimly lit path to the light at the very least. I mean, I do agree, Kirk
2: Cousins is not going to play for. The Packers, but who am I to judge my, my fellow human <laughs> yeah. being if they choose to recklessly okay. speculate? That's fine. I'm not going to draw any lines here, but anyway, this one, there's something weird. I, I don't think it is going to happen, so I agree with you and the author, but I, I something's up here, like something's going on. Yeah, something's and it might be yeah,
0: dead by now. Who knows? Us, but something feels like it's going on. All right, question number two Whew. here. You like that? In fact, you know, you like I. That? Let's oh. let's take a Surly break here. That was, that was a lot. That Jim Harbaugh stuff. Need a Surly to, to continue on here.
2: Oh, you do? Well, then how about if I <laughs> offer you a Surly Furious IPA? Yes, Thank the you. best Thanks. IPA out there. I have said it's the best IPA in the world. And until somebody proves me wrong, damn it, I'm going to stand by that statement. We are on the precipice of Championship Sunday. And Championship Sunday means one thing. It means two great football games. Hopefully, and it also means that you need to have a friend by your side, and I don't mean a person. People can jabber on and you don't like that because you want to focus on the game, but you know what can help you? Your friend, Surly, and in particular, Surly Furious. Of course, all of the products from our friends at Surly
0: Brewing. Absolutely outstanding. Yes. Amen. Amen to Surly. All right, you like question that? number two. You like that? This is from uh, Ken Olson via the Score North app. You can always send us questions via the Scornorth app. Fans are going to lose their minds when Quasi starts making cap room. Yes. Uh, Mitchell Smith via the Scornorth app follows up here. It's kind of kind of combine these into into two here. You guys should do a session on the Vikings veterans and pros and cons of keeping each one. Mm. Players include Thielen, Harrison, Smith, uh, the defensive tackles, Pearson, Tomlinson. Hunter Cook, etc. Moving on from Thielen or Smith, for instance, would only clear about twelve million in cap space this year. But Would clear thirty-five million off next year's cap. That thirty-five million could be used to help free agency, and also uh, they could structure contracts to be lower this year, higher next year, etc. Et so let's let's do that quick. So that's really good. Uh, the, yeah, let me let me pull up here. Vikings, just find the actual cap space here. So we'll go kind of one by one here. Let's gra- grab your pencils and, and erasers here. So right. so it's it's not quite this cut and dry, but I'm going to try and simplify it here. Daniil Hunter, you could save about $19 million in cap space if you just said goodbye to Daniil Hunter and said, yeah, the two years of season-ending injuries, I'm not feeling it. Sure. I mean, the con would be he's in his prime. If he comes back healthy, he's a Hall of Fame caliber player. Yes, And now you need to find a replacement for a Hall of Fame caliber player. Yes. Uh, the pro would be you save a bunch of cap space to go find other players. I'm
1: keeping it. Keep, I'm keeping it.
2: And I think they, they do because he does play a premium position and he's outstanding. So I, I think that between his talents, what he brings, and the position he plays, that they they restructure him, but they still pay him well and he stays.
0: I keep him, too. I, lower the, I, don't want, I don't want him taking up $26 million in cap next year, but I, I find a way to reshuffle. Yes. Uh, Adam Thielen, you could save about $5.5 million to the cap. You'd be eating $11 million in dead cap, but you could save $5 million. I have a hard time, even though he's been banged up and his age, he is still a very valuable passing game weapon, and I, want, I don't want to be taking away from my passing game. I, I, I want to be adding to it if possible. So I would I would not get rid of Thielen. I would find a way to potentially restructure. What do you guys think?
2: I got to bring him way down. I got to cut him way way down. And if he'll take that, he stays. Um, now, our friend Tyler Fornes on Purple Daily yesterday brought up an interesting topic, and th- that's the fact that he said this is a very good draft class at that position. And so, if I am going to take a receiver higher in the draft, which these days is not a dumb thing to do necessarily. That also could impact this. Uh, but Thielen, Thielen's problem is, unlike Hunter, one, he's older, and two, he plays a really important position, but he plays a position at which I have some depth to start with. So this basically comes down to what will what will Thielen take in a restructure? Because if he still wants to be paid well, I'm probably out.
1: I'm keeping him. I... I can't swallow the $11 million and only save five. Um, in fact, I don't extend him either. I just roll with him at the $16 million cap hit that he has from 2022. And then I risk either cutting him in 2023 or trading him. But I, I don't restructure. I let this ride, basically, is what I would do.
0: Yep. And by the way, I'm going in order of the highest paid players on the team. Just boom, boom, boom here. Eric Hendricks is fourth. You could save $8 million to the cap. By saying goodbye to him. I think a restructure is more likely, but honestly, he's in his 30s now. He's kind of at the same place Greenway was, where it, like the, the cliff can come pretty quickly. Yep. PFF graded him very low this season. Yep. So I, it's so hard, because I think he's a Vikings Ring of Honor guy, but I would I would look to move on from Eric Hendricks if it made sense.
1: There, he's gone. See ya, bye. I think he's unfortunately gone. I I like him a lot, but I, I, don't, I can't be paying linebackers a ton of money like that, and I think you can replace yeah. it easily.
0: Harrison Smith you could save about 6 million dollars to the cap. This one's tough. This one's this one's difficult a little bit cuz I
2: think he still brings uh, intangibles uh back there. Um 6 million uh I'm borderline here. I I, I would probably cut the, I would probably jettison Thielen and Kendricks and try and keep Smith. Because I do think I do think that Smith is a constructive player as well to have around this team, so I would probably try and keep him and, and cut um, cut Thielen and yeah. Kendricks.
0: I would honestly, I, I would try to trade him. I think first of all, I well, think Cam, yeah. Cam Bynum is going to start at one of your safety positions next year. I would try to trade Harrison Smith. I think a team would. I mean, hell, the Seahawks. Give up a first round pick for Jamal Adams? Yeah, that's true. Right? Yep. You know what? I'd be fine with that. So uh, Dalvin Cook, it's really tough because his his cap hit is twelve million. You only save like two and a half million dollars yeah, by saying goodbye. So
2: he he's. I'm pretty staying. certain he stays.
0: Michael Pierce. I'll give you one more here. Michael Pierce, ten million dollar cap hit. You could save six million by saying goodbye. I'm good. I'm done with Michael Pierce. He's a good player. He's banged up all the time. You got duplication between Tomlinson and Pierce, yeah. and Pierce is where the cap savings are at. Yes, and I am trying to find, right now, an athletic
2: guy to play there. L- like, this position has changed so much, and it's almost like like Z- Zimmer went backwards here, right? Like, he literally an- ended up with a 3 tech tack- who was a nose tackle n- next to a nose tackle who was bigger than that guy. Yeah, and And to me, that seems like such an old-school, we're going to stuff the run, right? Which is fine. But that position now, especially the three-tech, is built on what? Athletic guys that can stop the run, yes, but they also can rush the quarterback because interior pressure is the most valuable thing probably. So, like, the whole construction of what the Vikings did was weird. So I'm out on Pierce, and I'm – you know what? When it comes to Tomlinson, I think – I think you have to judge him too. Like, I'm probably going to keep him, but I'm not sure that he's that great. I think he's solid. Um, but if I can save there, I would really like to see the Vikings reinvent and look long and hard at both of those interior spots on the defensive line. Yeah.
0: But yeah, Pierce is gone. I mean, there's also that. the other thing too is it, it's hard to think about this because it's been so, the Vikings have played a 4 3 defense for so long. We don't know who the defensive. We don't know who the yes. coach is going to be. We don't Very know who true. the defensive coordinator is going to be. Like, could they run Good a three-four defense, and then all of a sudden, like one of those guys is for sure gone? Because I don't. I don't think you could play. Maybe I'm wrong on this. I don't think you could play both of them in a three-four defense. But, um, so I don't. think you're right. We'll be doing a lot more roster exercises as the year progresses. Uh, question number three here: Bo Bunnell via the Score North app says the Chiefs example is perfect. Talking about you know upgrading from. Good quarterback to potentially great. Why can't we keep Kirk Cousins similar to the way the Chiefs did with Alex Smith for Mahomes' first year, draft a quarterback, and then move on when we find our Mahomes like the Chiefs did? They didn't get rid of Smith and then draft Mahomes. They had Smith, and then they drafted Mahomes. Well, I don't think they had plans to keep Smith beyond like one more year. If you were to only keep Cousins for one year... It destroys your roster because he's he's the th- he's a $45 million cap hit. I would rather trade Cousins for a, for a draft pick, which I, I think they could get at least a draft pick for Kirk Cousins. So sure. get an asset and clear the cap space and then find a different, cheaper bridge quarterback. There's so many guys out there. There's Marcus Mariota, Teddy Bridgewater. Like There's dudes you could bring in for a year, two years. Much, much, much less expensive than Kirk Cousins and his uh, $45 million cap it, even if you restructured, it's still 30 some million dollars, right? Yeah. So I don't know. What do you guys think? I think the problem is, is this. I, I think I think Smith was a better
2: soldier, and so he saw what was being done, and I think he probably didn't embrace it and like it, but I don't think he caused problems. There is a reason why when the Vikings brought in the Calgary Stampeders quarterback for a workout and the kid was good and it, And he said, they basically said, if we sign you, what's your intention? And he's like, to be your starting quarterback, to beat out Kirk Cousins. And the Vikings came back and said, oh, no, 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 no. We can't do that. The Vikings didn't say that because they thought that Kirk would take it great, right? But they're like, we got to protect Kirk. They said that because they knew Kirk would bristle and cause problems. Um, So I actually think the question is a good one and could be considered on the last year of that contract, even with that monstrous cap hit, if you thought that Kirk could help out and actually work with that, I think Kirk would cause problems. So so my thing with Kirk is, and I keep saying this, it's not the stats and it's not the production. That's part of it. My biggest thing with Kirk is him behind the scenes, the locker room. I, I keep saying this. He cannot win, in my opinion, the way he's wired, a Super Bowl. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's also, I brought this up on Mackie and Judd, too. It, you know, we're sitting here, it's been three weeks since the Vikings blew up their organization. He has said nothing. Hmm? They literally fired their GM, the GM that signed him, the coach that he didn't really get along with. Relationships go two ways, by the way. He's He's definitely a... I've heard this behind the scenes, too. Like, it's not that people hate him or that he's, like, a bad guy or anything. He just just works here. You know, he puts his head down. It's exactly what he is verbatim saying. Like, I just put my head down, go to work, whatever. But it's been three weeks since your organization was turned on its head. Thielen spoke publicly. Brian O'Neill spoke publicly. Eric Hendricks. Like, those guys spoke publicly. Kirk had his first social media post in three weeks yesterday, right? Just, you know, him and his kids or whatever. Because you know but why? Yeah, he, he he doesn't want to lead the franchise. He doesn't want that responsibility. The checks are clearing, baby. Yeah. The checks are still clearing. It's money. Uh, and then question four here kind of kind of ties questions two and three together. And it's going to be presented by our friends at Livia. That's right. Judd's losing weight like it's nobody's business. That's exactly right, Phil
2: Mackey. Down 30-plus pounds. Thanks to my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers, and now you're saying, Judge, you're down 30 plus pounds. How have you done it? And I'm going to tell you right now, I want you to join me in taking the Livia I Did It eight week challenge. You get your first eight weeks for free. For free. So, how much weight can you lose in those first eight weeks for free? In my case, 26 pounds. Imagine getting to the spring. Spring is coming. I know it's cold out, but spring is coming. Imagine getting to springtime. And your slim, your trim, all those clothes that haven't fit for ages fit. And you've lost 26 pounds for free. 855-GO-LIVEA. Livia.com. Livia. L-I-V-E-A.com. Again, your first eight weeks for free. What a deal. You feel good. You look good. And the best part is they make it as easy as possible.
0: Livia.com. Yes. Actually, uh, Federated makes things as easy as possible for business owners out there, too. Let's say you already have a rock-solid business. Federated, but you you know there's another level, and Federated can come in and help maximize the success of your business. They specialize in risk management and making sure that your business is protected. So find out more about all the tools and resources, including MyShield, that Federated can offer up at federatedinsurance.com where it's our business to protect yours. All right, now question number four here from Matthew Sperling via the Score North app. Is it just me, or is Quasi telling fans that some high-paid vets are on the chopping block with this quote below from yesterday? We know the destination. It's sustained success and championships for these great fans. We know how to get there. It's just having the willingness, the wherewithal, and the confidence to make those decisions to stay on the right path. End quote. What is he saying?
2: He's saying, in my office right now, there is a red detonate button, and that and <laughs> gets me my detonator. And I'm, and I'm going to go into that office and push that button and blow this roster sky high. Yes, I mean, I lo- I love. I love our listeners and and viewers because they completely get it. Um, yeah, he's going to make decisions. And it's not a bad thing. No, it's, it's a, a good great thing. It's a great thing. But but my point is, I love the fact that they get it. And, and a fresh start does not mean, well, it's a new GM and coach, so let's go win with the old Vikings. It means a fresh start. No, it's a great thing. Yes, there are massive change is coming and that is what this team needs it starts at the top and it always trickles its way down and look they might not all be immediate but i guarantee you a year from now things with that franchise in several different facets will look very different than they look right now
0: yep and i am i'm excited for it i am i'm embracing all of the change let's 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 unplug from this stagnant era of Vikings football and plug into a new one driven by, I was going to say analytics, but I think driven driven by multifaceted decision-making prowess. I think I think that's what he's going to bring.
2: We are replacing the old car. Mm-hmm. We are replacing the old car. The old car served us well. It was a good car. wasn't it, a train wreck car. It yeah. had its it day. It wasn't, wasn't a beater. It had its day, but you know what? needs to be replaced
0: yeah we just want some heated seats that's all we really want all right that's your four question friday here on purple daily daily vikings entertainment let us know what you think too in the youtube comments section subscribe and like if you could just to spread the word about jim harbaugh It's probably a long shot as john bacon has said but it's percolating i can smell it percolating that's the bacon that's john bacon